Hi there, welcome to me reading stuff. I'm Lieutenant Robin O'Neill. You can call me Robbie. I hail from the 90210, sort of, by way of Omaha, Nebraska, where I was born in St. Joseph's Hospital, April 30th, 1977, 8.58 p.m. If you're wondering what's going on here, why I'm talking to you, why I think I have all the answers and all the questions and all the stuff, all the stuff? Well, good question. It's not always clear, but I don't think I have all the answers, by the way. I do have all the questions. Normally they have something to do with food. The great news is that this is no big deal. You're just simply listening to a woman, age 39, a homicide detective at heart, an expert in mechanical pencils by trade. That's what I'm an expert in. If you ever need any help with some mechanical pencil info, guess what? I'm your girl. Anyway, you're listening to me doing something I need to do, uh, which is twofold, I think. Uh, I, a, a, I like to read out loud, period, end of story. And I like sharing the words that move me with you or anyone. Honestly, I'd just shout it out the window if I, if I thought my neighbors would be okay with that. Um, and that is in hopes that it will trigger something in you, either to just read the damn thing by the book, or better yet, uh, that it will serve as some sort of jab to instigate something. Some, um, you know, sometimes, at least I'm speaking for me, I hear one word read a certain way, or I look at one word written a certain way next to another word written a certain way, and it'll prompt me to conceive of all sorts of wild ideas that I never thought were possible prior to that. Um, and of course, when we connect with anything, uh, a poem, literature, a movie, a piece of art, this, of course, it sounds lame to say it out loud, but it makes us feel less alone. And if I've ever read anything that comforted one person in that exact way, and I know that I have more than once because you've told me that, well, then that's really all I care about. That's why I'm doing this. So um, remember, we're not into criticizing on here. This isn't, uh, this isn't an academic literature podcast. If you're looking for that, I am so sorry. That is not what we do. This is praise. This is love. This is fire. This is warmth by dint of fire. And this is a lot of hope, which leads me to what else this is. Uh, well, I could describe it a number of ways, but I'm going to take a stab at it. I haven't said any of this in a while. I am a lone wolf here in my room drawing in my studio day in, day out, occasionally leaving to see an Ann Carson performance. Holy shit, my heart just raced thinking about that. I'll tell you about that another time. Or a Kanye show, which I'm doing tonight. And I have a, I, I just, I have a need to say a lot. I just need to talk things out. But the problem is, is that I, I like to be alone. I mean, I, I just cannot socialize very often. It, it doesn't, it, it's hard for me. And um, so I like to say things. I like to talk it out uh, about what I love, what I hate, what I need help with, what I just ate, what I want to know what you're eating. Uh, I want to tell you what I want to throw across the room in excitement. And you may or may not know, dear listeners, that this podcast is a function of how I am healing in my life. There's a lot I've worked through and a whole lot I continue to confront and will until the end of time, my time. And although I can't quite name it clearly, there is something about doing this every week that has served me in ways uh, 
Nothing else I have done in the history of my 39 years on this planet has done. And I've done a lot of things. And I hear from you that you too feel taken care of in a certain way because of what I'm doing here. And I want, and because of, I think because of my vulnerability, really. And I want you all to feel good and inspired. And this podcast is for everyone. Uh, well, that's not true. I'd like to take this opportunity again, as usual, to kick out any racist, homophobes, the transphobic aren't welcome here, people who have bigotry running through their veins in any way, shape, or form. You're out of here. Oh, you know who I forget? Pedophiles. You can fuck right off, too. Every time I've listened to people not listed people, God, I can't talk, listed people not welcome here, I'm not sure I've mentioned pedophiles. So huge oversight on my part. Right now, if you're a pedophile, go enjoy your poetry somewhere else. Okay, we're already five minutes in. Moving on. Today I'm reading from a really strange, wondrous nonfiction book, first published in 1921, but written before that even. It's called Fabre's Book of Insects. Uh, Jean-Henri Fabre was a French entomologist. He was, I have my little notes. He was born in 1823. He died in 1915. Darwin called him the Homer of insects. So you guys, this book was given to me by a fascinating writer named Julia Holmes. She wrote a novel called Meeks. I can't remember the exact published date, but you know, maybe like seven, six years ago. And yours truly did the cover drawing for it. She is now doing some sort of project uh, that involves her traveling the country via canoe, I think. So I'm going to put all the, the damn links in the description of the podcast. You'll know where to buy this book and her book. Um, but this book, uh, Book of Insects, the language is just the ultimate he makes you feel like every individual insect's life is as intriguing as, and crazy as a combination of like Madonna mixed with Proust or Oscar Wilde and maybe a little David Lynch mixed in there. Who else is fascinating? Lieutenant Joe Kenda. So let's get this going. This is from a section about locusts called, what is it called? Sorry, guys. Uh, the, their musical talent. I, this is a humongous book. All right, there, I'm situated. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Uh, the locust possesses musical powers wherewith to express his joys. Consider him at rest, blissfully digesting his meal and enjoying the sunshine. With sharp strokes of the bow, three or four times repeated with a pause between, he plays his tune. He scrapes his sides with his great hind legs, using now one, now the other, and now both at a time. The result is very poor, so slight indeed that I am obliged to make use of little Paul's sharp ears to make sure that there is a sound at all. Such as it is, it is like the squeaking of a needlepoint pushed across a sheet of paper. There you have the whole song, which is very nearly silence. We can expect no more than this from the locust's very unfinished instrument. There is nothing here like the cricket's toothed bow and sounding board. The lower edge of the wing cases is rubbed by his thighs. But though bow wing cases and thighs are powerful, they have no roughnesses to supply friction, and there is no sign of teeth. This artless attempt at, musical, at a musical instrument can produce no more sound than a dry membrane will emit when you rub it yourself. 
And for the sake of this small result, the insect lifts and lowers its thigh in sharp jerks and appears perfectly satisfied. It rubs its sides very much as we rub our hands together in sign of contentment with no intention of making a sound. That is its own particular way of expressing its joy in life. Observe the locust when the sky is partly covered with clouds and the sun shines only at times. There comes a rift in the clouds. At once the thighs begin to scrape, becoming more and more active as the sun grows hotter. The strains are brief, but they are repeated as long as the sunshine continues. The sky becomes overcast. Then and there the song ceases, but it is renewed with the next gleam of sunlight, always in brief outburst. There is no mistaking it. Here, in these fond lovers of the light, we have a mere expression of happiness. The locust has, its, has his moments of gaiety when his crop is full and the sun is kind. And honestly, that is just the beginning. You can't believe the crazy shit that goes on in this book. I mean, the way it's written about is just so, so wonderful. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you. Uh, first of all, did I say entomologist wrong? If you heard me, I was kind of uh, fucking up there reading that because in, in the back of my brain, I'm like, did I say like something? It, it, it's almost like when, when little kids say, library or something. I felt like I did something like that. Anyway, we're running out of time. This is going to go over today and that's okay with me as long as it's okay with you. I have some thank yous to give out to two people uh, on iTunes. I miss the old Kanye and EF Bartlam, both of whom took extra time out of their busy lives to give this podcast very generous five-star reviews. And they did that uh, just because they're nice people. And I thank you guys so much. And I thank you all for listening every Thursday. If you're new, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes or Podomatic. And also, um, I'm always having a goddamn blast on Twitter and occasionally on Instagram. So you can check me out there at R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. Uh, Texas, I am headed your way very soon. My show opens at Tally Dunn Gallery on November 12th from 6 to 8. That's a Saturday. I would love to see you guys there. Uh, you can meet my mom. You can meet my dad. You can meet my brother. You can meet absolutely everybody um, in my life. And what else do I want to say? Um, in closing, what do I want to talk about? I want to say something very important to remember. This is my interrelational tip for the day. People cannot read your mind. No matter uh, how well they know you, that is not a possibility. I didn't realize this for years, everybody. So listen, we're all gonna have to learn to say what we need clearly and plainly and compassionately. So in other words, I'm telling you to say what you mean, mean what you say, just don't be mean when you say it. And also be regular and orderly in your life so that you may be violent and original in your work. That's Flaubert, but it's also kind of me because that's how I love to live my life. All the love in the world, my friends. Have a great weekend. Thanks for putting up with me for going overboard on my time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry.